0: Join us on Rick Radio Community Sport now is James Cottle, who is the head coach and race director uh, for the doctrines uh, 5K of Crusaders Athletic Club. James, you're very welcome to uh, our podcast. Thank you very much, Mick. Uh, James, him. I suppose in many ways the last time I, I, I spoke with Crusaders, uh, I actually got a visit as well to your uh, beautiful clubhouse down in uh, Irish Town, uh, brought around by Susan and. Uh, Walter Michael McGovern, and um, fantastic de- development. But uh, there has been development since then as well. That um, the Irish Town Stadium looks like it's going to be redeveloped uh, even further. How will this uh, come into play for Crusaders?
1: Okay. Um, yes, I can talk about that. We we were we received, I think, what you might call a sort of concept plan. Um, that would uh, thoroughly change everything that you now see at Irish Town Stadium. The main building would be replaced by uh, a a building with more facilities than it currently holds. It's currently just changing rooms, a gym and a studio and a a meeting place for um, for the the, the Football Association. But also um, there there is an intention to build a pool uh, which will replace the Markovic pool essentially uh and that um will make a huge difference to the rings end community um but uh the track was going to remain in place uh, as we understand it and uh so at least we will have uh the use of a track while uh, w- w- once this is all finished but i understand the the budget could be substantial and um, we may be talking about 40 million is what i've, I've heard
0: and when it works due to start uh on the sh- we haven't, we, I don't think we have an
1: idea of when it's going to start. It'll take a while to put it all together, I'd have thought. They're inviting uh, interested parties to put their views in, um, and we've made some suggestions. For example, when we f- first saw the concept, uh, we noticed that uh, little attention had been paid to maintaining facilities that the track needs. Uh, in the new um, concept. So, for example, you need to have a track store, you need to hold store hurdles and uh, and javelins, other other pieces of equipment, um, which we currently don't have in our own clubhouse. Uh, But then also uh, you need a photo finish room so that when athletes cross the finish line, there is a camera up in a room above that will um will record the uh, the athletes crossing um so uh, those are the small items they might appear but they're I- extremely important when Absolutely, it comes to yeah. uh, to an athletic stadium
0: without, without a doubt mm-hmm. um, obviously the facilities if you get everything right this is going to be state of the art but again i suppose in many ways that's why the consultation is is taking place in these small little things uh well they might be that small big to yourselves or whatever need to be ironed out.
1: Yes, exactly. I mean, there's a there's an enormous number of considerations that have to be uh, brought into play. One of the um, another consideration is the fact that we built, as you say, a state of the art clubhouse with a forty meter indoor training track. Um, that will all remain in place, and St. Pat's have uh, their changing facilities and uh, physio facilities in the on the ground floor below us but the building itself is connected to the existing main building of the, uh, the, the, the stadium. And uh, one, of, one of the ideas was that the, that building would be separated, uh, the new structure would be a separate structure. And of course that creates another issue for us which is, and, and I think it also needs to be taken into account when you're dealing with access to the track, uh, we need to make sure that handicapped people have uh, access to uh, our facility, and and to the track so uh we we rely today on a lift and a corridor uh which would disappear if the buildings were separated so we need to th- they need to think about things like that they've also brought in um the idea of having i think i may be wrong here but it's something like a um a bobsleigh track i'm not quite sure what that con- what that concept is and also uh, some squash courts and we would probably argue that you know is squash a a popular sport uh, is this. Are these some? These are facilities that might be of interest initially, but then over time would would, would disappear. So I think we need to think more about long term usage of the facilities that would be built into the new um, structure.
0: Yeah, I suppose yeah. on the disability side of things, definitely, it's it's a Dublin City Council. Um, has, so they they will definitely have that in. There's no there's no two ways about it. Absolutely, yeah. Yes. But but fact. again,
1: this this is where you know you have to make sure that uh, the architects of this whole plan, you know, understand that the yeah. uh, stakeholders are, are, are specialists. They do know what they they need and need to be taken into their views need to be taken into account.
0: And of course, this fantastic clubhouse that you have, you're you're on top, and St Patrick's uh, Football Club are are below as well yeah. so uh, I suppose they would have concerns themselves uh, no doubt about uh, what's going to take place
1: absolutely yes and I hope that they're making their, their views plain too uh, another consideration we need to uh, focus on and that is the, the the time when this is going to be built um, the, the period of time how however long it takes we need to be able to continue to use the track we have a membership of about 600 Uh, uh, athletes who you know young and and my age and uh we need to be able to continuously to use the track which itself needs work being done on it anyway but Mm. but uh the track needs to be fit for purpose and when we were building the clubhouse uh we had to um get access to uh, the, the track and avoid having construction traffic on the track, obviously, because that would uh, affect mm. the mm. Uh, the structure of the track itself. So um, we were able to get access through the uh, through um, Bremen Road through the uh, from the Shawmore Road, um, and heavy construction traffic came along there. Uh, and they made a hole in the fence and the and the state of the, um, the, the art clubhouse was built. But uh, the main building at Irish Town is on the far side of that. And are they going to be bringing construction traffic through the car park? If they do that, then what's going to happen to parking uh, while during the construction phase? If they try to b- bring it across the track, they'll destroy the track. If they try to bring it across the football field, they destroy the football field. So we've got lots of concerns about being able to continually to use the, the, uh, the facilities while this building is being done, uh, and our own clubhouse of course, uh, and then um, uh, 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 so that, that, that we don't um, lose our membership. Um, yeah yeah uh, but, but we are very very supportive of this whole project yeah it must yeah. be said you know we yeah. really think it's great for great for the community and uh you know we do as much as we can as a club to to help the community so we are we'll not we'll definitely not try to uh to veto anything that uh that makes makes sense
0: i think there'll be lots of consultations as to say around exactly. the table by uh the various groups anyway and uh, hopefully it'll be a uh, as you said yourself a, a fantastic facility yeah um for for everyone and um, you mentioned too, 600 uh club members or or so mm. uh, as well and um that's broken in of course james of people who do track and field and other people do road racing and, and cross country as well as is that the way you, you you developed the club?
1: Yes, I mean we have a, we have quite a few focusing on on the track, uh, and we have some some stars of the track right now with um, Matt Matt and Valentina Gularis on the in the hurdles. Uh, and we've got some young athletes coming up uh, who will do brilliantly. We're sure in in uh, short and longer distance um, running. So we're nurturing a lot of um, junior athletes at this stage, and then of course as you say we have a lot of uh road running athletes and uh, it's always good to combine cross-country and road running through the year to um, as part of your training
0: absolutely and i suppose with the road run in mind as well your uh Docklands 5k crusaders doctrines 5k taking place on the 12th of june no it's and, the fi- 15th of june 15th, of june, 15th of june, sorry june.
1: it's a thursday the 15th of june
0: and you've also started which you had last year as well i think the couch to doctrines 5k which is for Anyone just lying around that they can do a bit of training with you, and they'll be ready on the fifteenth of uh, June for for. It, have have you many involved in that at the moment?
1: Yeah, I'm not entirely sure what the number is, but it's 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 decent, and obviously we can take we can take more if uh, people want to join. Uh, the benefit of it, obviously, is that you will get to a. Um, you, you get to run a 5K. Uh, you get free entry into the race. You also get the, the, the shirt that we would we give, uh, along with expert coaching uh, to get you there. So, um, you know, don't delay. If you want to run on the 15th of June, you should be enrolling as and soon as you can. where
0: would people, who do they contact? Or you uh, they should
1: just uh, go on the club website, uh, yeah. and uh, then they'll see the instructions as to how to sign up. And, uh, and I think the training is on Wednesday evenings uh, Brilliant. at the track.
0: Brilliant, and they'll be all out on the 15th uh, for the Docklands 5K. You are the race director for that um, as well, James, for your sins. And I, I noticed too that you don't want your own people running the 5K, you want them as marshals around the course. Tell us, as a race director, where do you start and begin with this? Because obviously there's road closures, there's dealing with, you know, runners just dealing with the guards just dealing yeah, with traffic it's most, I, i've done of. this
1: now this will be my seventh uh, uh time as a race director for this particular event uh, Doc, uh crusaders had uh, a responsibility for the Doctors 5k um, uh, up until well, actually uh, probably about 2011 2010, mm. 2010 maybe and then we lost it for three years um it became a 5K and a 10K. It wasn't a very uh, happy experience for a lot of people because there were there was a lot of confusion between the two, the, the way the races mm-hmm. were run. But anyway, we we took it back over in 2015 and I've been the race director ever since. And I have h- significant challenges. Principally, uh, in the initial challenges are finding the right date uh, because uh, it has to be an evening uh, event and we were we are right in the middle of uh an area where there are several venues where with evening events themselves yeah. so for example the convention center and m- most importantly the three arena mm-hmm. and we we know very clearly uh, we deal with the, the the guards in Pier street and in store street we know that if we have an event going on at the three arena on the day that we want to hold the race then they get priority because there's no way they want to have cars coming into the area and being held up, um, you know, concert goers, whatever being held up by, uh, by, by a race, which even though it only takes an hour is enough, to, to, to cause mayhem be, to create, yeah, create yeah. mayhem yeah. so um, and then we, we found a, a way of dealing with the board Gosh Energy Theatre which is uh, to um, essentially start the race once people are in, in their seats <laughs> so so we, don't, we don't clash yeah, with the, yeah. with the, with the board Gosh uh, at all but uh, so thankfully we, we have that then we have the route and we need to make sure that we can run 5k I think 10k is just too much of a, a demand on, on the the area yeah. it takes longer and mm. uh, it's, it's, it will be twisty-turny. What we've tried to do is create a very fast route, uh, flat. Uh, it goes along the South Keys towards the city and then out towards the, the point, Turns around to the point, it comes back. So it's an out-and-back race. Again, that creates, uh, and it finishes at Capital Dock, but it, it, again, that, that creates uh, issues because an out-and-back race means you're going to have the front runners coming back Uh, through the back markers markers, and so you need to make sure there's enough space uh, to to deal with that Um, and so we also have to time the way runners leave the start line and I think we feel we probably have about a seven minute window of opportunity to get everyone across the start line. And the not to clash with runners coming back over the Matt Talbot Bridge <laughs> <Later> <laughs> when on, the, when yeah, the back yeah, get there. Yeah. So those are the kinds of things. And the, the 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 new the introduction of cycle lanes around that area creates a few issues as well because cyclists don't necessarily want to be stopped, and uh, they might get it. You know, the run the race itself might find itself you know, clashing slightly with the cycle lanes but, um, and also we don't want runners running in the cycle lanes and we don't want people running up on the curb where there's, where there's a cycle lane because that's a, a trip hazard. So it's all, you know, it all has to be thought through in that respect um, and, then, and then we have a self-imposed limit of 2,000 runners on the, on the course to make sure that we have an enjoyable event for everyone who's participating. It doesn't get too crowded. Uh, and we have paces dealing with the different uh, um, objectives that each each runner has. Uh, and uh, so my, my biggest nightmare where I sleep this nights, believe it or not, is that we might find ourselves inadvertently having... You know, more than two thousand runners on the on yeah. the court on the course simply because we're letting people um, sign up uh, when when we should when we should close it. So I'm spending my time now thinking how can I monitor this, and uh, that's that's my Just biggest. Just keep an eye yeah. Although it's self-imposed, it's something that the council and the guards are familiar with, uh, yeah. and it's it's you know we we want to be seen to be responsible. We're an athletics club. We want to demonstrate that we are. We know what we're doing, uh, and we're not like uh, some of the m- more uh, commercial operations, which are just going there to try and make money for
0: themselves. Make money, yeah, mm. but it, it is a fundraiser for the club, which is very important, I suppose. But you know, we know that clubs are amateur, um, mm-hmm. only in, in name, as they say, yes, yeah. uh, and that. But you do need uh, funds to come in for the race itself. Can people still um, can they still sign up?
1: yes uh for the time being they can sign up uh theoretically they can sign up until the 12th of june uh online yeah uh but if we get to our number of 2000 before that then obviously we would we would have to uh, to, to close the online so if you want to run it's better to sign up now uh, rather than leave it to the last minute and then find that you can't actually get in.
0: And how much is it to? It's
1: uh, a, I think it's twenty euro to uh, to to pay, but there'll be a processing uh, fee uh, to to pay to Eventmaster online. But also this year, Athletics Ireland has introduced what they're calling a one-day license for anyone who's not a member of an athletics club. And this is in in one sense a fundraising for Athletics Ireland to help their. Um, Fund their high-performance uh, operation, but also um, it's an encouragement for people to join clubs because yeah, if you're having yeah. to pay, because there's a levy of two euros every time you, you run a race, if you aren't a member of a club, if you aren't a, a, a member who's registered with a you can be a member of a club and not registered with Athletics Ireland, uh, but if you are a member of a club and registered with Athletics Ireland, you don't have
0: to pay that two. You years. don't have to pay that yeah. as well. So yeah. go up on your website. So if, if you, you want... run
1: ten races a year. Uh, then it's, it, I think, it's 20 euros for registration with Athletic Sound. If you run 10 races a, a year, you might as well register with Athletic Sound. You might as well uh, yeah. get
0: yeah. into a club. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, talking about uh, clubs as well, um, uh, the juvenile section, I think you mentioned uh, you have kind of a, a lot of uh, young people coming through uh, in your 600 people membership, but the juvenile section, I'm sure. It must be very important to to a club like just like any club, I suppose. It
1: is yes, I mean it's it's the feed stop for uh, for the club, um, and also it's a way of of, of keeping children occupied and um, doing something that's beneficial to them uh, long term. Uh, you know, exercise is is critical, I think. So I I think we're fulfilling lots of different uh, roles for for families um mm. and uh, we also have the parents of those children involved in in helping to coach and you know as assistants or as as main coaches themselves and that's great to see as well
0: plenty going on james There's as i lot, say man. um we wish you every success uh i suppose with the redevelopment of the club as well i hope everything goes well uh there i'm sure we'll be talking with you um or with someone from crusaders about that in, in yes. the near future uh, but more importantly i suppose uh the, for yourself the Docklands 5k coming up very shortly indeed the 15th of June and uh, sign up as quick as possible and we wish every success for the chance.
1: Thank you very much Mick, It's great.